how to make an offer. Um, whether you're a first home buyer or you've done it before, you've done it before. You've got your own house. You know, there's all different steps to take to make an offer and you know and secure a new property. Mm. So, shall we start by talking about if you're a first home buyer, never done it before, never done it before. Yeah, you know, what do you think is the first thing you should do? To, to make an offer or to be buying a house, what would you do first if yes. you're a first-home buyer? So obviously if you're a first-home buyer, you're probably going to end up going through a few open homes just to get a taste of the market, that sort of thing. But um, probably just need to be careful that you don't fall in love with something before you're actually ready because um, there's other people out there that have maybe been doing it for a bit longer. So finance. Yep, absolutely. Finance has got to be number one. Doesn't it? I mean, yep. if you're a first-home buyer, the first thing you need to tick the box with is to know that your finances approved and you know how much yep. money you've got to be able to buy a home. Yep. No point going to look at homes that are way outside your budget. Like you said, you fall in love with it. That just causes you know, sadness. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> Emotional baggage. Yes. <laughs> which we've all seen. Yeah. All right. So first home buyer, first thing is to get your finance sorted out. Yep. So right. you, you need to be either talking to your bank or a broker, and we'd yep. obviously recommend talking to a broker yes. because they're going to be able to get you a probably better deal from the bank. Yep. Plus, they'll do all the legwork for you, and they're free. I mean, why wouldn't you use a broker? I mean, that's their job. Yep. Employ them. You don't. It doesn't. You don't pay them. A lot of yep. first home buyers probably don't realise to go to a mortgage broker doesn't actually cost them anything. Yeah. The bank. The bank pays, pays the mortgage broker. Yeah. You use the mortgage broker. Yeah, and they usually get you a better deal yep. on interest rates. They're actually working for you as well. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to get your finance sorted. Um, ideally, if you can get a pre-approval, mm. um, that's going to be the best thing because what yep. we can do as agents is, um, well, when you put an offer in, you're going to need a finance clause. Correct. Um, and we can put in what's called a pre-approved finance clause, which is so much more powerful for the vendor or yep. the owner of the property looking at your offer and going, actually, they've been through the steps and the bank has said, look, you earn enough money, you can afford a certain amount of money mm -hmm. um, rather than putting in a normal finance clause where it's like, well, have they been to the bank? Yeah, well, what, there's the unknown, can, isn't Can it? they afford the home? A, a pre-approved finance condition is far stronger, as you said. Mm -hmm. It gives the vendor certainty knowing yeah. that the finance is already approved yeah. rather than the unknown. Yeah. And as we'll touch on, is if you get into a multi-office situation, mm. which is happening more now as we speak, as mm. the market sort of starts to pick up Starting through pick up. Yeah. through this warmer months, is that if you're in competition and your finance is not approved, you're more likely to miss out, unfortunately, yes. if you're in competition with someone whose finance yeah. is approved. Yeah, I think, right. um, so that's finance. Yes, yeah, finance, it's got to get that ticked off. One thing that you, you really want to do is don't be afraid to talk to the agents, mm. um, especially the ones that maybe you click with well and work with them. Mm -hmm. um, create a relationship with them. That's yep. what we're here for um, because that's going to help you on the process. Yep. Um, we're going to be presenting offers and if, and if, and if a buyer is going through a home with us and they're, they're maybe not the friendliest to us or, or they're putting barriers in place um, because they're nervous or, or what have you, we're here to help. Yeah. Um, so create a relationship with an agent. I think you'll get a big leg up. Mm. Um, tell your story. I as think well. as agents, we know that the first home buyers have had a tough road. Yep. You know, over the last five six years. Yeah. You know, 
initially they were in competition uh, with investors mm. um, because the interest rates were so low. You know, so they were just getting beaten mm. house after house after mm. house because the investors could be cash. Mm. Uh, where the first home buyers have to have their certain conditions because mm. of their situations with KiwiSaver and other things. Um, and now the investors are not in the market because of the interest rates have gone up. The investors are scared of you. Yeah. The first home buyers have got a, a great opportunity right now to purchase a house. So now's the time to do it. Yep. But you've got to get yourself ready. So to make that offer, you've got to get your finance sorted. Yep. To give yourself a better chance. Yep. What's the next step to making an offer? I mean, what do they what do they do next after getting their finance sorted? So I what think, do they do next? I think you probably do need to line up a solicitor. Um, Absolutely. You, you don't have to pay this solicitor, I believe, until you actually go through a transaction. But do, do the paperwork with them, engage them, yeah. um, and build a, again build a relationship with them yeah. so you can trust them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that you've got your solicitor sorted. So that when you find a house that you like, there's less barriers um, to making an offer and making a competitive offer. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk a bit later with a solicitor about what they do. Yeah. Um, but definitely approach one and engage one. Um, and then you've got that sorted because um, yeah. you're going to need one. Yeah. So that's that's pretty straightforward. So yeah, you've got to get your finance sorted, tick that box. Next one you've got to, you need a solicitor to act for you. So you need to find a solicitor, whether that's a solicitor that's referred to you, whether that's a solicitor that you just contact through the phone book, whatever it is, yep. you need a solicitor to act for you to do conveyancing. Yeah. Right. So I've got my finance sorted, I've got my solicitor. What's next? I think you probably could make an offer now. Yeah. Um, I think we need to find the house first. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> um, we need to find a house. So come through one of uh, our houses and yep. buy one of those. Yep, um, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you're going to find a house. You're going to view, you, you, you probably want a checklist of what you're after. Yeah. But you need to remember that you're not going to get 10 ticks out of 10. Yep. Um, there will be some sacrifices along the way, especially first time where you're going to go, well, I got this house here has seven ticks out of the 10 that I want Yes. in terms of what I want in the house. Um, you probably want to be making an offer on that one. Totally. We see it week in, week out. We have first home buyers um, discard properties that they should be having a crack at solely because their wish list is unrealistic for the price point they're looking at. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it's understandable that they have a wish list. That's great. Yeah. Everyone should have one of those, but you've got to be realistic and you've got to just get into the market and you can you can add value to a property that may not be the perfect property to start yep. with. Yep. Um, so, yep, the next step is go find a house. So don't just put an offer on the first house, by the way. <laughs> you know, you need to go and have a look at a range of different houses, you know, compare different locations as well. Think about the location you want to be in. Think about what's important to you in that house. Then once you've had a good look around, you know, maybe make a short list of two or three houses. Yep. And then have a crack. Go through the process. Yep. So I've made a decision. Yep. I know what house I want to put an offer on. Yep. What do I do now? You need to ring the agent. Have you ring them or, or email them? Yep. Um, I know that we always supply um, with any property information pack on any property, the details on how to make an offer. Yep. Um, so if you're quite keen, you would send those details. So we're going to ask for your, your full legal names, 
yep. um, or, or name, depending on if you're a couple or not. Um, we're going to ask... Um, we want to know who your solicitor is. We want to know who your solicitor is. Yep, because we're so going to put that need, in the contract. need to have that organised. Correct. Um, and we're going to want to know what conditions you need, which are yep. probably going to include finance if you're a first-time buyer, um, and whether you're pre-approved or not. Correct. Um, so we can help you with that. Yep. Um, and then along with your solicitor, we can, we often work with their solicitor, don't we? Yep. About what's their what's the best way to put their best foot forward yes. to secure the property. Yep. So is that... Does the property need a builder's report? Yeah, you know we can talk that through with you. So with your solicitor, yep. does the property need? Do you need to get the limb report? Yeah, for the property. What, what's a limb? What's a limb exactly? <laughs> what is a limb? And most first home buyers probably don't know what a limb is. Mm. Google it. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll be here for hours talking yeah. about that. Yeah. You know, um, basically, it's an understanding of that's everything about the land information memorandum Correct. about that property. So it's information yep. about that property, both about the building and the land. Yes, correct. Right. So that's the limb report. Do you need one? I know that we supply the full council file for every property that we list. Yep. Some solicitors feel, if they're local, feel that that's good enough. Every out-of-town solicitor, as we know, wants a limb report. Yep. So that's fine. Yep. That's good. So do you need a limb report? Next thing, what other options are there? What other conditions may a uh, first-time buyer need in a contract? Um, I think yeah, you've got finance, you've got building report. Yep. You, you need your solicitor to check over the title yep. of the property. So the title is the basically the ownership deed, I, I, would, you know, I guess yep. you could say, um, mm -hmm. that registers any covenants mm -hmm. um, there's all sorts of legal words that can come out yes. um, instruments mortgages on so that they'll check through the title for you let them do it and let them do it that's what you're paying them for yes. and they'll bring any issues on the title to your knowledge mm -hmm. don't become the expert when you're not yeah yeah you know, at the end of the day we've seen things in the past where buyers and first home buyers think they know when they don't so mm -hmm. leave the experts to do their job yeah is what we would say yeah so they're checking the title that's great so that's all the process around what they may need in the offer then yep. how they also also need to know deposit wise yep they have to pay a deposit now let's quickly talk about a deposit because there's some people out there believe they have to pay a deposit when they put an offer on the property yeah and 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 you can, but it's very rare. Very rare. Um, usually the case is that once you go unconditional, unconditional yep. being once you've satisfied your finance, your solicitor's approval, et cetera, once your offer's been accepted, yep. then um, the property is sold, and that's when you pay the deposit yep. um, sort of within 24 hours immediately. And, yeah. and as first home buyers and as agents and as a solicitor, we just have to make sure that the first home buyer making the offer has the funds for the deposit yes. once yes. the conditions are satisfied. Yeah. So don't be alarmed by that. Yep. It's just an understanding that we just have to make sure that we have the funds for the deposit once we're unconditional. Yep. And we can have conditions in the contract to make sure that that's covered. Yep. But we just have to understand your situation yep. as to your finance. Again, to talk to us, build a relationship, trust yep. that we're trying to help. Yeah, we're trying to help. Because if we can help you, we're helping the vendor. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Then 
obviously the final piece to the puzzle is the price. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what the vendor wants to see. That's right. I mean, yeah. it's obviously probably the most important thing for most vendors is everyone wants to get as much money as they can yeah. um, for their property. So it's a matter of looking at all the properties that you've viewed and, and weighing up um, what you think the property is worth to you. Yeah. Um, and I think don't get too caught up, especially if you're first home buyers, to what necessarily you're paying at the start. Because it's all about time in the market yeah. rather than timing the market mm -hmm. that makes sense so right now 2023 i believe that all your friends and family in 10 years are going to be like oh you're one of those lucky ones that bought in 2023 yeah. you bought at the bottom of the market yeah. you know we can't tell you that it's definitely the bottom of the market but i'm pretty sure in five to ten years you're going to be so glad that you did buy yeah. um and because that that money that you're paying is going to seem so less significant later on mm, totally. so you when you're in a position where you're thinking oh i'm in a competition i'm trying to buy this property how am i going to beat the other first-time buyers or the investors yeah. it's it's to think um if i pay an extra 20 grand more than um the next person not that it's necessarily going to know what they're paying yeah. um in five to ten years that's going to seem so insignificant Oh, um, totally. rather than waiting and waiting and missing out and missing out and missing out in a year's time yeah. the market's gone up 50 to 100 grand you've effectively missed out on all that time and all that time that you've been paying rent yeah. to someone else's mortgage yeah. mm. so to make the offer the the client if you like comes into the office with us hmm. sits down we go through the contract we check everything off we we put down the price that's generally the last thing we do hmm. that's how we like to operate make sure we go through the process because when we're making an offer there's basically three key things to the offer isn't there there's obviously the the settlement date which we haven't talked about but it, that's the date when you take position yep so as get a the key get the key that's that's the day when you get the key folks not before um now that we just have to be careful with first home buyers because they may be renting so we've got to make sure that the settlement date is after the period that they give notice on their rental property. Yes. That's one thing. Right. Usually 28 days, but it could be Just, longer. Yeah. Yeah. That's a simple way of looking at it. Um, then obviously settlement dates ticked right after that. It's obviously the conditions. Tick those off. Final thing is a price. Yep. And a combination of those three things is what makes you an attractive or good offer. Yeah. So it's having a good price, having conditions that are attractive to the vendor, but also um, protect you as, a, as the purchaser. So you're you, not taking you too much risk. need to protect yourself. Yeah. yeah. And then making sure that the settlement date is in line with what the vendor would like, but also Ideally, achievable yeah. for you as the buyer. Yeah. So you're not actually going to settle on the property yeah. before you've finished yeah. paying rent. Yeah. So there's, there's a real strategy around trying to secure a property yeah um and and, and making your offer as exactly. attractive as possible how many times do we have first home buyers come into our office and say look this is the sixth offer or the fifth offer or the seventh offer yeah uh, that we've you know put and we've missed out obviously yeah. all those other times i think and then once we talk to them about well what have you done in the past it's pretty easy to understand why they've missed out unfortunately yeah uh, uh, there's a lot of things that you can do 
to make your offer cleaner before mm. presenting the offer to the vendor mm. without compromising yourself. Mm. Yes, maybe there might be a little bit of cost involved depending on your contacts, yeah. um, but it's worth it if you can secure the property because yeah. you're trying to present the vendor with a, a contract that's got as little risk for them as possible. Yeah. So if you present them an offer that's got f three weeks of um, you know, 10 different conditions and yep. you've provided no information on whether you can get finance, whether, um, you know, whether you're, um, you've got a, actually got a deposit, whether you can give them the settlement they want, yep. all those sorts of things. You're just making your position so much weaker when it doesn't need to be necessarily. So there's a real strategy around it. Um, mm. We always say you just got to get your ducks lined up before you, before you sign. Yeah. Because if you've got all your ducks lined up, and the last thing you do is sign, you know yeah. that you've put your best foot forward. Yeah. If your best foot forward secures the property, great. If, you, if you've put your very best offer on paper, you know, and that's that combination of those three things, hmm. you know, price, conditions, and settlement, if you've got your very best foot forward and you miss out, hmm. so be it, let's move on yeah. to the next one. Because there's always only one buyer yeah. for each property. Yeah. So you've got to put your best foot forward for each one. If you're just doing it hoping mm. you, you're not going to succeed yeah. so to make an offer on a property as a first home buyer you have got to get all your ducks lined up yeah before you have a crack otherwise you're going to get disappointed and i think you can actually satisfy all the conditions that you want to have mm. actually before you put the offer in so the can. ideal is to put in an unconditional offer yeah but you're satisfied that you've ticked off your building report your limb yeah. your title your finance and that depends on how the house is being sold too, right? Yeah. So if, if, if a house is being sold by a deadline sale or a tender or even going to auction, mm. um, you've got that time period to sort out all those conditions. Yes. So then when you actually put your offer in, you can put an unconditional offer and you've got a, a far greater chance of securing the property doing that yeah. than having all those conditions in the contract. On the flip side, if a house is being sold at a fixed price or you know, on offers over price, which a lot of property in our town is, it's harder to get all those conditions ticked off before you present an offer. Yep. Depending on who the agent is and how they roll. Mm. The way we operate is if we've got multiple groups wanting to, to put an offer and we'll call a day, you know, and it could be four or five days time before we look at all the offers to give everyone a chance. Yeah, and that's all done on vendor instruction. Yeah, to get themselves in the very best position to secure the property. Yeah, um, and I think, you know, if we run through those things that we're talking about in terms of conditions, yeah, um, you know, find a solicitor that you trust, and they all operate differently, and we can't speak on how they charge and things like that. But mm. you know, I found that when I was buying um, and bought recently, is that um, you can work with them and send them the title before yep. you put the offer in, and they'll actually check that off for you. Oh, I think, and then they're like, it? "Look, I'm satisfied that the title's fine," and then you don't need that as a necessarily condition. as a condition. And there's there is solicitors out there that charge you a set fee. And you've got up to five or six yeah. opportunities to put an offer in. Yeah, and they'll just charge and you once one... you're su su successful. Yeah. That's what you want. That's what um, 
Exactly. And so you can tick that off. Now, the building report one is obviously an interesting one. Some people out there have contacts in the building industry. Um, obviously, we've been, we have to encourage an official building report mm-hmm. on any property. Um, but some people are okay with getting a mate through and just saying, hey, look, can you have a look over this property? Yeah. Um, before I put an offer in, and and yep. some buyers are happy with that. Um, that's what we've we've done a couple of times. Yeah. Um, and then you don't need a building report, so you're already ahead of the guy that is going to put a ten day building report in. Yeah. Um, so I guess what we're saying is, there's lots of different options. Yeah. How to make an offer as mm. a first home buyer, right? Yeah. But what you need to do is actually talk to us. Talk to us. We, we will help here, you. We're actually here to help you yep. through the process. Don't try and figure things out by yourselves. Yeah. Use the professionals. It's literally our job. You, use <laughs> us. Use your solicitor. Use your mortgage broker. Yeah. None of that stuff costs anything. Mm. It's all free. Yeah. Why wouldn't you use them? Yeah. Uh, um, look, we're here to help as many people as we can. Yeah. And we would love to get more first home buyers in the market. So if you're listening out there and you're a, um, a first home buyer, just give us a call, we're here to help. Yeah. Let's find your property. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs>